Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. We're going to dive into our segment, Buying Your Business, right now. And it's a bit about letting the next generation take over. But first, I want to understand the business. See, two decades of pushing boundaries let the visionaries behind Nick and Wes build as to where they stand today, a reputable name in the design and build field. Now, while they were still dating, our next guest built a model house out of matchsticks to show his future wife the dream home they would one day own. Very romantic, right? Well, not only have the power couple realized the dream for themselves, but they've also taken it a step further and they're now building the dream homes of others. And he's grooming the next generation who's stepped on board to continue the legacy in this family-centric business. And he's going to share his experience building his business and the importance of grooming the next generation to do it right. Looking forward to this. On the line with me is Brian Cow, who's the co-founder and managing director for Nick and Wes Builders. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Elliot. Thank you for having us on your show. What a great story. It's a home and building construction and renovation company in Singapore. You guys offer quality design and build services. I suppose to start off, uh, what prompted you to start this business? What's your background and inspiration here? Well, I came from the financial industry for my first 15 years. Uh, In the beginning, I was on the other side of the coin where I was the client. And uh, we went through some experiences while building our own home. We understood what worked and what didn't through some very painful experiences, I must say. (laughs) Uh, Since my wife and I had a common interest and loved beautiful homes, we wanted to build a journey uh, make a pleasant one for homeowners. Wow. What we did was we repackaged the process with homeowners in mind, yeah. thus making it easier by hand-holding them yeah. with our experience and network of upright professionals, suppliers, craftsmen, and uh, our in-house building team. And that was uh, the birth of Nick and Wes 20 years ago. I love the story about how you built this model house out of matchsticks to show your then-girlfriend, now-wife, uh, your future dream home. <laughs> yes. uh, you know, these days, people just do it digitally and call it an NFT or something like that. I mean, what are the dynamics like, you know, doing this business uh, with your wife? What's the dynamics between the both of you? Who's really in charge here? <laughs> I really don't know how to put it in words, but uh, we started off a little tough trying to figure out who was actually going to run the business okay. and who's going to manage manage it. But in time, we found our niches. And uh, my wife, she's very good at in design. I think at the end of the day, she was the one that took care of the design and I took care of the operations. Okay. And, and by operations, it's really humble beginnings because uh, I believe you and your son Wesley were going around distributing flyers around the States. 20 years later, one pandemic and one global financial crisis. Uh, tell us how the business has evolved and you know, share a little bit about some of the challenges that you went through. Okay, actually, one of my most memorable moments was actually with my son throwing flyers down in um, the Siglap area, Frankel. And somehow or other, it was a rainy day and um, recalling all this was a very touching moment for both of us. But looking back, 20 years ago and where we are now, I'm glad we did what we did. The challenges, well, one of the biggest challenges is always that fear element. Uh What the future would be as an entrepreneur. 
there will be constant challenges along the way and you really do not know what you do not know. <laughs> so know as much as you can, I would say. But even with that, we had COVID and uh, it's also another one of those things where you know, we really did not know it was coming. <laughs> yeah. How did you survive yeah. COVID? I mean, I'm, everyone's got a story about, you know, the first thing that went through their head when they found out about this. Everyone hoped it would last for months. Who knew it would last for two years? What do you guys do? Actually, there was a curveball for us. Mm. But at the same time also, it was a wake-up call. Uh, like I said, we, we always have to prepare for the unexpected. Mm. And it's always trying to get as much knowledge and uh, experience in the business. And through our, our, well, 20 years, we've built enough capital to actually uh, tire it through. One portion of it is the dollar and cents, and the other portion of it is the psychological effect that it had on all of us. Okay. I think that would be the more important portion. Yeah. While we were stuck at home as a family, uh, I think the toughest group of individuals within our, our team were the foreign workers who were actually stuck in their dormitories. Yeah. And it was one of those tough times, but um, the support team that we had, we each held each other's hands, kept in touch with each other, and I think that made the difference. Uh, and we managed to tie through this quite nicely. Mm. Yeah. Where, where are we at right now as far as this sector is concerned? Are we almost kind of back to normal, especially with the manpower issues, supply chain issues? What are you seeing on the ground? I think we still got a little bit of headway more okay. to cover, but we are getting there. The manpower supply, if I were to look at it in my perspective, I think we are about 80% back ah. to normal. The issues that we are having at this point of time is also the supply chain. Mm. Uh, and as uh, design and build, we, we have a group of strategic partners, whether they are the window installers, the plumbers, the electricians, and some of them are still reeling in from the effects of the pandemic. But one other big note which actually hit the market quite badly is the upsurge in prices. Through my experience, the pre-COVID and currently what the market is going through now, the prices have just shot up by between 20 to 30%. Yeah. So construction costs have just shot up much. Yeah, I think everyone's quite worried about that and how long that's going to last. Uh, but yes. talking about some of the unique projects from uh, Nick and West Builders, uh, which projects stand out for you? Which were some of the memorable ones for you, other than the home that you built? <laughs> <laughs> okay, actually, we always say home is a piece of your personal art. Um, and it's a reflection on the family that stays in it. Mm. We started off with the memorable ones that I have with a black and white colonial. We tore down the whole house and rebuilt it from scratch to bring it up to uh, somewhat modern, but yet has the old black and white colonial mm. charm. And that's one of those houses that we started off in our earlier or our first decade. And in our last decade or this last couple of years, We've created one with an ultra-modern touch to it, and it sort of replicates what crab would look like. <laughs> uh, so it's called, we really call it the crab house, but it's one of those houses that took us almost one and a half years before we actually closed the deal <laughs> wow. because of the number of changes that uh, we had to go through. But uh, it was worth the while, uh, both for us as well as for the owners. Mm. And uh, it's really a beautiful home. Yeah. Actually, you know, skills aside, you really have to have that core 
house proud sort of uh, character in order to do the job that you do, right? Yes, actually, that's test that this would be more on my wife's portion because she's very meticulous. And when we do houses, prior to actually the completion, she goes around and checks and makes sure that it, you know, it turns out very nicely, everything is in place. Because oh, what we believe in is that you, know, you may buy a house, you may love a home, but let's try and create it and make it a lifestyle home. Yeah, yeah. And that's where that element of touch has got to come in. Mm. Yeah. My wife's a trained architect, so I hear you on the meticulous part. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm not a trained architect. I'm a builder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's good that, you know, to pay this much attention to have, to be so proud about making sure you get every inch correct. And then comes, you know, grooming the next generation to take over. What are your thoughts on this? What is your approach so far? So far, my thoughts have always been, it's been a family business. Uh, mm. It started out with my wife and myself. And in the process, my children grew together with us growing the business. They will always have that first choice in getting their hands on the continuity of the business. Sure. But I'm also very open if it's not something in the arena that we can open it out to a third party. Right. Uh, how old are your children right now, if you don't mind me asking? Um, one is 33 and the other one is 36. So, I mean, are they, are they even interested in taking over the business? My daughter is actually very much like me. So she has been mirroring me for the past 12 years. And she takes care of the marketing section. At the same time, also, she follows me and understands what I'm going through. It's, it's the mindset that I keep telling her that you need to understand right. where the direction is, where our goals are, our vision, mission. And from there, you will create your own pathway mm, as mm, you go along this journey. Mm. But, I mean, this is your baby in the sense. This is like your, your, maybe your first child before, before your kids, right? <laughs> if such time comes, they decide to take over, hypothetically, do you think you and your wife will totally let go or just maybe take a step back and advise from afar? Um, the reality is that I don't think I'll retire. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Because you love doing this so much. Yes, and, and that's, that's the exact point in it. We, we really enjoy ourselves doing what was actually a hobby turned passion turned business. Mm. And it's something that we always say, you know, we get up in the morning and we say, hey, what's next? Sir? And sometimes I even walk down into the office on Mondays and tell them TGIM and I get these funny looking faces looking back at me, you know. TGIM? Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we need you uh, yeah. here, you know. <laughs> to encourage us on a Monday morning at four in the morning. Uh, Brian, if let's say, yeah. I mean, another hypothetical, let's say I've got your mm. kids, they want to take over the business and mm. some outside people who are just as suitable also in this room, say three, four of you, mm. and you had to decide someone to take over the business what would be that one quality you would look for in this next generation, be it family, non-family? Just that one quality that's so important to continue. The best person that can take it to another level. Wow. The ability to be a visionary, to take a look at this. The process has been simplified by us, but to even simplify it a lot more. Okay. And I think if you get that person in, he's the one that's going to bring this to another generation. Mm -hmm. We've delved in a, a lot of uh, projects and, and uh, we've tried our hands in doing steel structures, solid drywalls for building homes. 
And we know it works, but okay. we need to get the next generation to push this through. Yeah. Yeah, wow, that's going to be quite interesting and tough one as well. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever thought about expanding out of Singapore? I think we have at this point of time our hands full. I would really love to hit the international market and probably somewhere in Asia. Yeah. I think that would be a, a good start point mm-hmm. where we can bring in the luxury of living in homes and uh, the Singapore brand, bring yeah. it out to our uh, ASEAN countries yeah. for a start. Yeah. yeah, any particular, I mean, I know you mentioned uh, regional countries, but any particular one um, you would like? Not in particular, but I, I would think that maybe head towards Vietnam, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. one of the nearer countries and uh, have a base there and at the same time create some lifestyle living. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be a very, and it's a beautiful country, right? Nice scenery as well. Yes. It goes with the house environment, weather, everything. Wow. Uh, great conversation. Brian Cow, who is the co-founder and managing director, Nick and Wes Builders. Brian, I appreciate your time this morning. Take care. Have a great day. You too. Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.